So then, uh, how many uh, points will I follow have on this road trip, Rob? Should we start betting? Let's start throwing <laughs> some money down, Mike. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Kings fans? I'm Rodney. He's Rob. He's Mike. And this is LA Kings Fan Talk, where we know nothing. All right, boys. Kings started the season off strong with a 6-2 victory against the Golden Knights. Rob, what are your thoughts on game one? Oh, man, how awesome was that? It was fast-paced, exciting. Obviously, when you win, it's just that much better. Um, if, if it was... If we end up losing that game, it was still exciting to watch, right? I mean, who are those fast guys out there? Just so used to watching how slow we are the past few seasons, just to see us with jump in our step, and it, it was pretty awesome. What do you think, Mike? I said it last uh, last time we talked, but uh, addition of Dano is definitely going to help out Kopitar, right? Five points. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, right? The reason why he's laughing, too, if everyone's just wondering what the hell, it's because <laughs> that's exactly what I said. He was all about Kopitar, Dino coming, Dino's going to help all these young guys, Dino's going to help young, which still, young, young. Which he will, which he will. And I said, well, how about helping Kopitar? That's the big one. And then now, all of a sudden, he's all about, like, if he came up with that thought on his own. So The old guys look pretty good in that game. Oh, Kopitar... Yeah. Brown, Dowdy. First line, Dustin Brown, like I said. Still scoring. None of the kids are. Yeah. Canada's finest, Drew Dowdy, having himself a game, you know? Uh, the only thing missing from that game was Arverson having a goal, but obviously it came later, so good to go. Uh, and the Russian kid looked great. Looked great on the power, on the power play, setting up mm -hmm. Kopitar. Yeah, what was his, his first entry into the zone? He goes between the legs. I'm like, oh, if he scores on this for his first goal, it's, yeah. it's going to be epic. But didn't quite happen that way, but he does look very good out there. He's definitely exciting to watch. I, you know, I, when I get on message boards or, or, you know, fan chat stuff, when we start talking about stuff, especially when about non LA, you know, when you're just talking NHL stuff and, and you have to go in there as, as the only Kings fan talking about things, just the lack of respect Andre Kopitar gets. And it's oh, like sure. to see him come out first game, everyone's all, he's, he's old, he's old. They've been saying he's old for the last few seasons. And I know one game doesn't mean anything, but to go out there, hat trick it up, add two assists, and then after the game, throw on the L.A. Dodgers hat on because the Dodgers just won their game. It was uh, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I, I couldn't be – like I said about Kopitar, is the same way I feel about Brown, too. Those two guys are just – you know, I'll die. I'll die with them to be my favorite kings of all time no matter what. They're, I don't think anyone could ever take their place. Not even uh, Rob Blake? <laughs> That's Mike. Uh, it's so funny too, just like you said, like Kopitar gets no respect around the league, man. Uh, the year he lost the the heart race to Taylor Hall, it's like, come on, dude. He had 92 points. He plays center. Hall's a wing. Uh, he's up and down the ice. Look at his PK time. And all the defensive play he does. 
besides putting up 92 points that season. And then you see all these polls from around the league, top 10, top 20 centers. And he's like number 18 if he's even on the top 20 list. But I'm pretty sure he scored 51 points last year in 56 games. Pretty much a point per player game. I know. I just mentioned. I just don't understand. And silky finalist every year. How does a guy like Kopitar have over a thousand points in a system that's not offensive with wingers his entire career that can't score 30 goals? Where are all his points coming from? It's nuts to me. And then, and then to throw, throw in there, people, people just don't watch enough Kings hockey to understand how great of a defensive forward he is. He's, you know, the cliche of the 200 foot game. I mean, it is so stupid. How many times we watch him go from one crease to the other crease and just, and it's like, he's a loafing the whole time. Right. But he's, he's, he's just an absolute animal. He's a horse. I jumped on a HF boards looking at the chats uh, after that first game. And, uh, they were talking about how awesome Kopitar looks, you know, after the first game. There was a Ducks fan that jumped on there and was like, man, I wish Getzloff was 50% as good as Kopitar still is. And I'm like, Getzloff is probably over there wishing he had 50% of the hair Kopitar still had. But no, but it, it was good to see the uh, Ducks fans envy of the Kings. Yeah. How'd you guys think uh, the defense looked as a whole in the first game? I thought it looked great. I think we like the whole system worked as a thing, you know. We played how we want to play, play aggressive, so everything looked good, obviously. And we made, I mean, we just stifled Vegas the whole game. What do you think, first game of our power play unit one? I, you know, I last year, yeah, last year we started off well. It, it's still kind of. I don't know. I'm not going to sit there and sing the praises just quite yet. Just although we've scored, we've had two games. We've scored, you know, both games we scored power play goals. Um, I'm not going to sit there and sing the praises just quite yet because it's still, you know, kind of just off the half wall, back to the point. There's not when I'm watching other teams play. It's and I see how dynamic they are with the with the right. tic-tac-toe passes. And it's not just once. I mean, we can do it. Sure, we've done it here and there. But I'm saying consistently these these teams are just such high skill, move the puck around with such ease when they when they have the man advantage. It, it, it makes if – you, if you're to watch a dynamic power play from, from another team and watch it side-by-side side with ours, you'll realize how, how undynamic ours right. is. Right, it's so, very, very predictable. Yeah, and but if we're scoring – I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, who know. cares, right? <laughs> right? But when when it starts going cold, it can, it gets pretty frustrating. Yeah, and I think it'll just come down to the second power play because again, the first power play is predictable, but if they're putting up points, cool. Uh, the second one's going to be the deciding factor because I mean we hit some injuries last year, and the, I think the first power play that started to suffer, and the second power play was doing nothing. So again, we'll see how that goes down the line. But it's it's hard. It's only two games, so can't you know, get too excited. You know it would be good on that first power play, right? Martin Furk lined up for a one-timer? Anyway. Well, hey, since you bring it up, you know, while yeah. we're recording right now, he, he scored a couple goals, didn't he? A couple goals uh, last game. Man, Edler, Edler's going to probably, 
went his way into my heart a little bit, but he is a step slow. He's a step slow, but he has a physicality that no other defenseman on the King really has. Pretty, he's pretty freaking smart, too. Good stick yeah, work, but, you know, big. I, big. I was going to say experienced. Yeah, he's a little yeah. slow, but that experience comes yeah, to Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying he might be slow enough to where it's it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I hope it doesn't get there. But right. There's a couple of times when I see him skating, not backwards. You know, <laughs> right, right. Like most defensemen can. Like he turns around and says, oh, shit. You can see it in his face a little bit. I don't know if you guys. Well, I mean that, that that'll be key to managing his minutes. Hopefully, they're rotating Mata in so he's not playing every game. You know. I don't know if you guys saw the time on ice over the first two games, but the Edler Walker line actually has like one minute more per game than the Roy. Well, well you no, know, actually they played they played uh they played a couple minutes more than than Roy and Bjornfoot in the first game. Yeah. For sure, there. They, I mean, it was it was a couple minutes more. Um, Which I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, Toby looked good. He, you know, if if especially if he's going to be a third pairing, if they're going to move them, basically call them the third pairing. I, I bet I'm happy with that. Roy and Bjornfoot, awesome third pairing for sure. What did you guys think about Cal Peterson's play first game? Uh, I thought it was good. Um, I'm no goalie expert and I'm no hockey expert really either. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, there was a couple of goals or a couple of saves where it just seems like he's catching the puck and like moving at the same time a little too much, like towards the net. Like that one that uh, they scored on, he should have made the save, but again, he like made the save and curved towards the net and it got through him and into the net. Uh, so I, I just remember when his past two seasons him being more positionally stable i guess is the right word uh and i didn't see that as much the first game i'm i'm he did fine i mean i mean i'm not going to nitpick anything and when it comes to goalies and winning you know um he only gave up two goals if if in the second game the goalie only gave up two goals we'd be walking away with points so but we'll get there yeah. it's a it's a three I, two I, I think- three two league still right yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think he played good. I just, I just, for whatever reason, I remember him looking better last season. I guess so. It's, it's probably just game one. That's what it is. But we'll see. Was it? Again, is it game. his new hairstyle throwing you off a little bit there? Probably, probably his new sick helmet is what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, moving in before we move into the second game, you know, we're gonna sit there and we're going to bash some people I'm sure probably going in the second game. Cause that's what Kings fans do when they lose, right? You, you get a bash, but in that win, that second line, who scored? Dano. Yep. Not Kempe, right? Correct. But Kempe had a nice and, assist. And not I follow, right? Yeah. But I follow had a great play. But, where but what? The lead of that goal. I, there, there was a simple question. Did he score? No, he didn't. Okay, but... did did Kempe score? Kempe got an assist. Nope. Negative. No, but did they score goals? Did not. Okay. Uh, but does that goal happen if Iafalo doesn't protect that puck, strip it, get it over Kempe? Does that goal happen if if the assist he got on Kopitar's goal it was Kempe's goal? Oh wait a minute, Kempe didn't score a goal, so yeah, it doesn't happen. Uh, I think I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of positives there. Sure, 
Uh, I mean, I there's going to be lots of positives because both the guys can skate like the wind. Both the guys are smart. Both the guys are, are fun to watch and, and they're dynamic and, and blah, blah, blah. They don't score. They don't score. We'll get to the next game, though. All right, little side note. Cross-checking has been a big focus this year in the NHL, and the refs are they're just calling everything that resembles a cross-check, right? So if you want to join in on the fun, go ahead and cross-check that like button, oh God, subscribe, a, you know. You are such <laughs> Game two, what did you think? Game two. Um... I thought the Kings lost some toughness in their lineup before heading into that game. Uh, with Le, you know Lemieux placed on the COVID list, I thought they went up against a team that was physical. It was a totally different kind of game. It was physical. It was grinding, unlike the first game. So, yeah, we were kind of exposed in the toughness element of our game. What do you think? Yeah, and I think that led to us never really establishing the game we were able to play against Vegas, right? Like it didn't seem like we didn't have that same forecheck. We didn't say have that same speed. Um, I mean, we were still in the game. Um, it was a bad second period. Um, we could have easily won that game, but again, kind of fell asleep in the second period. Uh, Rob's boy Dowdy got caught up chasing Hartman, and then Hartman scored. Um Bad. Yeah, other than uh, Kempe's hair, there was really no flow in that game. It was kind of an yeah. ugly game. I mean, the Kings' passing was off all game. It whatever, like. I mean, for the past two seasons, we've only, we've had troubles with the Wild, so it makes sense. And I feel like that was the perfect like Kings game, right? Like, hey, we had a great first game, but we're all Kings fans, so let's take it back a notch real quick, get you back down to earth. So after the game, Coach McClellan – Talked about some guys that were uh, how, do, how do you put it passengers. along for the ride passengers passengers, passengers. and, and then when you, if you take a look at time on ice or whatnot um, he might be speaking about Mikey Anderson he might be speaking about Kaliev he might be speaking about Kapari Kapari and Kaliev obviously they're they're new kids whatnot so you know I don't mind but Mikey Anderson he's the top line pairing and. And Dowdy's out there for 25, 26 minutes. And I believe Anderson was only out there for 15. And, uh, and that was, he, he was out there for the, the least amount of time out of all of Bjornfoot uh, logged uh, like a second more than he did even. So I don't know. I, I hope that's not a, I, I hope it's taken well in stride, you know, cause it's going to be tough scolding these young kids you know you almost like feel bad for them because you don't want them to break you don't know how fragile they are you know if, which one of them is going to get sent down is that is that just going to ruin them mentally or whatnot but but he he deservedly so i'm glad he right away second game of the season instead of going hey you know it's it's only the second game we got things around. i'm glad he right away he sat there and said hey it, it wasn't a good enough effort. We got too many guys watching the game and not playing the game. And, and I agreed with them. I, that, it, I was so, it was frustrating. And I, and a lot of people sit there want to cry about our, our toughness. Oh, no Lemieux. We should have played Grunstrom, but instead we bring in the soft Kupar. You know, actually, none of that really matters. It's how about, how about Minnesota's pretty freaking good. You know, they're big, they're tough, they're physical. And it's a three, two game. We had one bad period, you know, they scored them all in the second. 
you know, if, if we just clean that up, we're, we're right in that. We're, we, we win that game if we, we, we clean that up in the second, in the second. So it is what it is. I, I one and one, if I know 500 might not make the playoffs, but then again, in our division, who knows, right? But if you look at the shots and the hits and the faceoff percentage, it was pretty much even target. The game was pretty even all the way down. So, yeah. Which last year we probably would have got blown up. Uh, your boy Kaprizov probably scored a hat trick on us, you know. So it's looking a little better. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the Kings did a good job of containing him as well too. Yeah. For the and, most part. And speaking of which, um, Pacioretty in the first game. I guess he broke something. I don't know. Good. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Uh, we, you know, everybody, everybody saw Stone get injured. I didn't even see the patch or anything. But he was doing some that that the, no, when he, he ran into was. when he ran into Peterson too. That that was just that was just some bullshit. Yeah. Right a- there. accidentally on purpose stuff going on. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, who's who's the big boy that that we got into it with Dumba? Oh, it was Dumba, right? Dumba. The... Yeah, yeah. Dumba had the hit on uh, on Kempe. Yeah. And yeah, good, good for and the then Kempe boy. got him back. Uh, Kempe got him back. Uh, he got a good hit along the boards later in the game. But uh, Rob, your boy, uh, your boy, I follow stepped up, stepped up to the plate. You know, he's he got, he's getting over here. Yeah, no, <laughs> back right in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, they both uh, they both that went in a full clinch yeah. right away. Look at us. It, it, it was a more not only can we we can't fight, we still can't score. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that third line, uh, Kachev is playing good, but I think that line is struggling without. Um, Are you gonna say Elias Anderson? Yeah, without Elias Anderson forechecking, Velarde and Kaliev are skating at the same speed, and it's not working. They need somebody fast. That's why Moore got moved up, right? Okay, but when did you see Elias Anderson? Well, during preseason, so again. Oh, exactly. So and during well, and, preseason, and, and, I I saw Velarde scoring. I I saw. I saw Kaliev get a hat trick. I, end of your, last season. Point, end right? of last season as well. They were for, they were playing good as well. Uh, not with when Vlad wasn't there, they, but just they didn't score that third line. Yeah. They've sucked the last the first two games as well. I, okay, I get it, but they're the third line, not the second line, right? True. Right. Fourth line didn't look that good either in this last game. Yeah, the bottom six didn't look good. It looked good for game one, but not so much game two. Oh, and while, while we're still on the second game, so happy that uh, Arvidsson got, got a goal. I was just about to tweet, I love that Arvidsson is so willing to shoot the puck. It's such a difference from the last few years. No, no, everybody wants to pass, pass, pass. Arvidsson is like shooting all the time. I love it. And I was going to tweet, I love that Arvidsson is so willing to shoot. He's going to get a goal soon. And then before I could tweet that, he scores the goal. So it was, it was really good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Arvidsson is the one guy on the team where the guys, all the fans in the 300s don't have the chance to say, sure, <laughs> right? <he's> <laughs> right. Um, are we, are we going to say anything mean about Jonathan Quick? Or are we just... Uh... I thought I, he played well, well enough for us to win the he? game. He played well enough for us to win the game. Uh, I don't think he's going to steal games yeah. like he once did. Oh. I don't know. I, I, Cal Peterson in net, we win that game? We at least tie that game? possible maybe yeah i think part of it was on the defense more than quick but either way yeah Yeah. again i don't think he played bad okay um 
Uh, follow was a minus. I don't know that much. Kempe was a minus. Well, because they didn't score, like you said. <laughs> Kopitar and Dowdy still scoring. Speaking of that, I mean, I, I love that they're scoring, but these young kids, they need to step up. Not even the young kids, the, the mid-tier guys, you know, like the I follows, the, the, the Kempe's. Why are we relying on the, the old guys? It's great that they're scoring, but we can't, you know, put it all on them. I don't know. Right. So and that's what I'm saying. So our next game, what do, what's going to happen? Does Kopitar have to score every game? Right. Basically. Right. We may find ourselves back in the uh, – we got a first line and then we have three, three third lines. lines. Yeah. yeah, if we don't score, we're, we're going to have to pull up Martin Furk from the rain so we can get some scoring. Right, Mike? <laughs> are they, they doing, doing, are doing it? Too. Is the rain doing No. They lost a shootout? Okay. So they're, what, 1-0-1? One, oh, one? Yeah. Turcotte, but Turcotte has scored. Uh, Fagamo scored in the first game. Furk scored in the first game. Yes. I'll tell you what. If uh, if Kaliev needs some more seasoning, you know, send back down, I, I would like to see it, you know, finisher exchange for an, a finisher. And I would like to see Fagamo come up. That would be kind of cool. But I, know, I just feel like that line doesn't mesh well. Uh, the one that Kelly was playing on right on the third line. Yeah. All right, Rob. Any thoughts on the upcoming road trip? Um, upcoming road trip. Um, predators obviously aren't the predators of five years ago. I think. I think we need to definitely get some points here. You know, if we can win that game in Nashville, and then going into the back-to-back Friday and Saturday. You know, Dallas and, and the Blues, both those teams, we we do well against those teams. I, there isn't anybody that we're going to be facing where I go, oh, man, here we go. But I think there's it's going to be measuring sticks. The, the first 10 games is all going to be measuring sticks, you know. But listening to uh, the pregame, you know, when Jared Stoll starts talking, stuff like that, I like listening to the former players talk. When they sit there and say, that's where teams really start meshing together when they have to, when they have to go on the road together, go eat after games together, they hang out in the hotel together, right. stuff like that. Uh, be nice to see that kind of stuff go on, and and because these kids are young. Listening to Mikey Anderson in that little interview uh, before the first game, that he was asked that question about you know what's what's going to be different, whatnot, and and he was talking about how he really's never gone on on a road trip before, right. Because because of all the COVID stuff right. like that, so he's he's still looking forward to bonding and and seeing what life on the road. He he wants to know what it's like playing in in the Forum in Montreal, you know, and at Maple Leafs Garden and all, and all that stuff. He he hasn't experienced any of that stuff. So would love to see Arvidsson get a hat trick against his former and, team. Oh, that you know how awesome that would be. Um. I mean, I feel like 50, 50, or 500 road trip is decent, but I want to get at least points in at least three of the games. You know what I mean? So win two, maybe an <laughs> overtime loss, whatnot. But uh, I mean, if they, I can see them winning three games. I'm not really afraid of St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis is – they're playing good right now. It's only been two games, but yeah, – And then – so after that road trip, 
you know, get together, talk a little bit about the road trip, whatnot. And then we get to talk about those Canadian teams coming in. I'm just excited to see these teams that are, well, we play like four or five different teams last year and that's all we saw. I'm so excited to see yeah. new teams. It's been a yeah. while. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, that's interesting though, what you said uh, about Mikey Anish's comments too, because none of those kids have played against any of those teams. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think Sagan and Ben are what they used to be, but we'll see. Right, and and their goalie situation, I don't know. I don't think it's all that great in St. Louis. Um, I I don't. The Predators, like I said, that you know, Pecorini's gone. Uh, Arvidsson's gone. Right, right. You know, it's just. I think I think we can pick up some points here. The the next four games. I can see us. Let's call it six. It's six of the eight would be great. Right. So then, uh, how many uh, points will Ayafalo have on this road trip, Rob? Should we start betting? You want to start throwing <laughs> some money down, Mike? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got diapers to buy. I don't have money to throw around right now. All right. So let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. We were talking about uh, the lower half of the defensive pairings and with Mata being activated when he does play in a game or two based on the season so far, who do you think he's going to fill in for? Well, not Will Lennon. Good point. Good point. Because Will Lennon's gone bye-bye. You know, he was picked up. He was, he was claimed, right? Off waivers? Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Sabres. Buffalo? Yeah. Ooh, and Buffalo's 2-0. Oh. They're 2-0. Oh. They're going to win it all. Right. All the way. <laughs> so, Mata, who's he coming in for? Initially, before the season started, I was thinking he would, uh, coach would have to throw him in there for Adler because Adler was going to get tired, old guy. But right. Adler's looking good so far. I mean, I, I think that'll happen eventually. But but you take Adler out, we have no physicality on the defense whatsoever. So I don't right. know. Right, and, and you you, you got to talk about the left side. So yeah. you're talking about Anderson. You're talking about Bjornfoot. Yeah, so, so okay. probably so, going for foot. I don't think they're going to take That's why I'm starting out. to wonder about that that passenger comment. Are we are we so mad at, at Mikey Anderson, Todd McClellan, that you're willing to? <laughs> I mean, you think you think Mikey Anderson was one of the pa- passengers he mentioned? I he didn't. He stopped playing. and He benched him. You didn't notice his time was was just limited. No, he got the least amount of ice time than any defenseman <laughs> on in that game. Mike, what are you doing with your right hand? Are you canceling your Mikey Anderson jersey order right now? What's, yeah. what's going on over there? <laughs> I was, was going to look at my phone. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, does does, uh, does Mata just become a seventh defenseman? And and we sit uh, forward? No. That's, that's a horrible idea. I'm not saying that's what they should do. Uh, I could see that. I mean, he's played with Daddy before. It didn't work out that good in the beginning. But I could see them, now that you mention it, they could throw him out there with Daddy. He's played with them before. Maybe give him a second shot. Just, just to... I don't know, kind of give Anderson, try to get him playing better. I don't know. I just don't see them taking out Anderson or Bjornfoot. I mean, they're the future, so. So they're going to take out Edler, a guy a guy we yeah. paid money for. Yeah, because it's basically, you know, it's maintenance day. You know, like, give him some time because if we have ideals to be in the playoffs, we're going to want him in the playoffs, and we're going to want him to have legs underneath him in the playoffs. I feel like 
they're going to showcase Mata as much as they can in games and maybe move him at the deadline because some other team's going to want him and then pull somebody up from the minors to fill that spot, whether the seventh defensive, whether it's Strand or whether it's Clegg. I think they're hoping that Strand, Clegg, or Dursey, one of them stands out in Ontario enough this season to make them move Mata at the deadline to get some asset back and then have them rotate in six, seven defensemen. Right? Doesn't that make sense? No, but okay, I get it. <laughs> I feel like you were nodding a second ago and then you said no. Mm-hmm. I don't like because why would you keep Mata? I don't know. I feel like Willan was just as good as him, right? No, I I agree with you. I mean, Edler and Mata, both both left defensemen. Sure, we we like Anderson Bjornfoot. You know, they're young, still need to see where they're going. So one of them's got to go, right? And but that's not for a while. Well, Mata's on his last year. Well, they're both on. I guess that's what I'm saying. They're 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 yeah. gonna, one of those two guys will be gone at trade deadline. It only makes sense. Yeah. Are they going to roll out the same third line next game? You think so? I think I think Kaliev uh, sits. Kaliev either sits or he's on the fourth, but for sure they're moving uh, more up into Kaliev's spot on the yeah. third line. That's happening. So. At least for the next game, we'll see how it goes. Hey, tell us what you think in the comments. There you go. You're such a nerd. Hit, You're hit, such a nerd. Hit, hit that subscribe <laughs> button. What a nerd. Look at this guy. Hope <laughs> check, cross check. What else did he say? Slash. Here, I got one for you. Ready for this? Here we go. Spear. <laughs> All right, Kings fans. Don't forget to sucker punch that like button. <laughs> subscribe to our channel for more LA Kings talk in the future. Until next time, go Kings, go.